Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Dominic Patton. And I'm Pete Hammond. And this is the Deadline Podcast TV Talk Special 2021 Emmy Nomination <laughs> Edition. Today we are going to be discussing the 73rd Primetime Emmy nominations. It just came out this morning. So let's get right into it, Dom. Okay. So I want to start right away with surprises. What surprised you about this? That Hamilton got seven acting nominations, throwing out so many worthy nominations when in fact it was never designed as a television production. If you recall, uh, it was shot basically as a record of the uh, original cast all those years ago uh, and then sold to Disney for $75 million with the intention of a wide release, theatrical release. Only the pandemic and the desire to bring subscribers to Disney Plus changed that plan later by Disney that put it on there and made it somehow eligible as a big TV production that has sadly, in my opinion, knocked out so many worthy contenders. Not that these seven actors nominated from Hamilton. I was going to say, like, I was going to say very rare day where someone disses Hamilton. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but it's a matter of lazy voting by Academy voters of which. Oh my God. Know. Like lazy voting is anything new for the TV Academy <laughs> voters, which I will say People know I am a former Academy member. I believe Mr. Hammond is a current member. We have both had our lazy voter moments. Yeah, sure. And you go down and you go, oh, Hamilton, I know that. They probably didn't even watch it on Disney+. Ah. Many, of, many of these voters saw this original production all those years ago. Uh, and and check, And check. But the thing that surprised me was the number of nominations, that it, 12 overall, but the number of nominations that it got for the acting, all of them probably nominated for Tony's originally. This and is some, some winners. Yeah. But you know what? But, I, but I, have a the, I have a theory about this, because I have a theory about everything. But I have a theory <laughs> about this, which is not only is it, as you said, the, the rule of Emmys is essentially if, if, you're, if people know your name, they're going to give you a vote. If, as you have once laid out magnificently, yeah. if you're a past Emmy winner or a past Emmy nominee, you're going to be a current one. It's like being a de Democratic incumbent congressman in New York. You're always William, getting re-voted. William H. Macy in Shameless would be an example of that. It doesn't matter uh, if they, you know, they just check the name. They like yeah. him. Totally. The club. And, 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 and to that, and this is why I'm, I'm surprised that you're surprised about Hamilton, because in terms of sheer name recognition, both for the, the play, both for the fact that it was the first really big offering by Disney Plus when they went to town with it last, late last year um, and put it on the streamer. And lastly, you know, many of these actors, uh, they, they've received nominations in other forms over the years for other things. They're just name recognition. And the other thing is, Everybody loves Hamilton. You're very rare, with the exception of maybe Mike Pence, to find someone who isn't <laughs> crazy about this thing. And politically poignant in a year where clearly people are looking to turn the page. Well, uh, you know, you can say all those things, but the, all of Academy, which I did. the Television Academy has recently, in the documentary categories at least, 
gone radicalized and said, even if you're thinking about, um, you know, uh, being an Oscar contender or something, uh, you are ineligible immediately in any, any category. They want pure television productions. Here is an example of something that was meant to be a theatrical release, even though it was just a film record of a Broadway production. It's anything but designed to be a television show, yet they are showering their highest award nominations all over the thing years later it just seems wrong and if i were ethan hawk if i were jeff daniels if i were any of these people who were Gleason, expected to get nominations i'd forget. be very upset I, I agree with you there now let's let's shift to something that's become a little bit more surprised you of course can go to deadline.com and see all of our emmy nominations coverage especially our snubs and surprises and many many other stories but i want to talk about something which is really happening you know, literally right now, which is this battle for supremacy. Right now, the latest number tally is Disney are tops with everything, with a total of 146 nominations on its various platforms and offerings. That includes ABC, for God's sake. You know? Hey, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, a broadcast, a broadcast network is like an afterthought in the Emmys nowadays. <laughs> okay, and after that, we have Warner Media. HBO and HBO Max pulling up most of that with 138 total nominations. And Netflix coming in. Oh, hold on. I believe Netflix come in with 129. 129. Is this legit? I mean, is it is it the corporate conglomerate that gets to gets to call out the winning number, or should it be the individual entry? Okay, uh, Dominic is looking at a list that was handed out by the Television Academy today, and it's a first. I haven't quite seen it spelled out like them as per platform. So they are listening to the corporate heads here, deciding this is how you will total up our nominations. Listening to the corporate ads. I think they're listening to the corporate advertising departments. Maybe. And so so Walt Disney includes ABC, which is a broadcast network. That seems very strange right there, along with all their things. But then you look at the list and there are very few that just have only one thing, and that's Netflix. Netflix is Netflix, and it gets 129. They have been upset about this because I've heard from them all morning. Um, they think this is really unfair. Uh, even the HBO, HBO Max gambit, I call it the Emmys gambit here, of uh, combining here, put them over the top by one. It really is fascinating. I, I'm going right to read you ahead. You talk about receiving from Netflix. I too have been receiving texts and calls and emails and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is like, this is, this feels like, you know, I don't know, Georgia in the 2020 election. They're like, you know, somebody <laughs> phone up the state. for votes right yeah, now. Exactly. I need four more Emmy noms. Get it for <laughs> me. So I got a thing from HBO. This is, this is the, this is the headline on their email. This year marks the 19th time in history the HBO brand has received the most nominations of any network platform in a single year. No, no. If you're going to like, even the math has gone wrong because actually <laughs> if you're going to talk about platform, get away from you qualifying it with single, it's Disney. But if you're going to talk, I mean, it's just, this is throwing these numbers around. Everybody wants to say they're tops. And it used to be, to be honest, it used to be HBO's game. They used to own this thing. You, you know, you throw in a zillion Game of Thrones nominations every year and you've got this. This is a wild card. And I just think, I'm just going to put my vote. Netflix won this. It's, you got to, you got to, if you got a dog in the race, you got skin in the game, it's Netflix win as a single. That's how it works. You don't okay. get to add this all up. 
All right, well, look at what the reasons behind this. Netflix became a threat to all of these studios and things because they weren't in the streaming business. Now they are all in the streaming business and they're using those platforms here to build up their fight against Netflix and claim victory here. You gotta hand it to them for cleverness here, but it is sad to look at, and I'm, I have no sympathy for Netflix here, okay? <laughs> 129, but it does sit alone. It doesn't have a bunch of subsidiaries. It's not trying to claim that it, you know, ABC Broadcast Network is part of their total, you know, or anything like this. It's, it's simply what appears on Netflix. And so it's, it's the pure, winner here but hbo and hbo max you recall we had an editorial meeting preparing for emmy nomination day and i pointed out in that meeting look out for hbo to try to tr uh, triumph again by combining hbo and hbo max you did. And it was you did poo -poo but then no that's exactly what they're going to do because everything that's on hbo goes to HBO Max, not vice versa. So you can look at that and say fair, not fair. It's a brutal game out there, Dominic. It's it is. It's sharp, sharp elbows all up and down Sunset Boulevard, my friend. <laughs> but, I, but I want to say this, and, and you know, we you know, we know that you're all you're all like pouring over those Emmy lists, making your calls. Some people happy calls, some people, as I said in my snubs thing, sometimes joy cometh in the morning, sometimes not. Um I want to know, though, for you, what was the biggest snub? Oh, my God. I, you know, just like looking at uh, some of these tremendous performances, and I knew that the snubs would come in the limited series category. But when you have a Jeff Daniels and when you to me, Ethan Hawke was going to be the winner for a lead actor in a limited series for The Good Lord Bird, which wound up with only one nomination. But I think the biggest snub overall of what came in, what looked like a big Oscar movie at one time till they made it eligible for the Emmys instead to get all this Emmy gold in for Amazon, Small Axe, Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Small Axe has to look, be looking at, at the biggest snub of the morning, one nomination overall period for cinematography in a limited series, that's it. Yeah. No I mean, actors. Amazing, nothing. amazing cast over the five films that made up the anthology. Of course, Mr. McQueen, a powerhouse. And this is, you know, it, it was a searing look at issues of race and class in, in the UK. Um, and, and what also, happened? I have to say, I have to say, like, also a lot of fun. I mean, the, the you know, lo the Lover's Rock episode was kind of like the house party everybody needed last year. And yet, <laughs> and yet this was just left aside. I, there's always someone who comes up short in, in Emmys or in Oscars or anyone. Of course there is. And everybody has, but this was, there were too many points of entry here. So, so I think why there, has, think, to be, there why? has to be a forensic done by Jennifer Song and her people and really look and say like, what happened here? Because they had a very strong campaign too. I can tell you what, I can tell you what happened. The Small Acts is essentially five separate movies. They put it under an anthology. The Television Academy has never been comfortable in categorizing anthology programming. We know that from all these uh, TV movies that were classified under Black Mirror. Here, they probably should have tried that. However, it wouldn't have made a difference in the acting categories where it was completely snubbed uh, and, and, and would have been eligible any which way it went mm -hmm. in. 
So it's a big question mark, but I think voters may have been scared off of, of the idea that it's five separate films and, oh God, I got to watch five separate films here. And uh, it's easier for them, as I'll go back to my old mantra, as you know, it's easier to check off these ballots of things you've seen and just go with, we know what the Television Academy voters voted for, uh, watched this year, not voted for, watched. They watched Ted Lasso. They watched Handmaid's Tale. They watched um, The Crown. They watched these things that they did multiple nominations in these categories, some, some of them four. They watched Dominating. I May Destroy You, or they certainly realized that the tremendous snubbing of I May Destroy You by the perhaps shuttered Golden Globes, I'll just put that <laughs> out there, um, at least for one year, um, they realized that that was a wrong that needed to be righted. I, yeah. We got to wrap up soon, but I'm going to throw out mine. I 100% agree with you about small acts, but I also am in, very, very intrigued by the snubbing of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now, Don Cheeto did receive a, a guest actor nod. I mean... Don's the Don, let's be honest. But this Marvel series with a black Captain America was so poignant coming out of that uh, of last year. And Anthony Mackie in particular, Sebastian Stan pretty, pretty damn good as well. But um, Anthony Mackie in particular, I do not understand, especially because WandaVision got a lot of nods. And, okay. and, and there was some technical stuff for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'll acknowledge that as well as the one for- Not much. Peter. But- Honestly, they, this, the Academy did not soar high with these, this snub in this case. And, and then again, I'm not saying Emmys so white, but I am saying Emmys need to be a little bit more aware. I'm not quite sure okay. if that works. Uh, I don't think we can even in any sense of the word call it Emmys so white this year. There are no, 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 no. But, Emmy, but I would say hashtag Emmys need to be more aware. Okay, well, here's what my answer to you on, on, on your big shock there of Falcon and uh, the Winter Soldier. That reeks of Marvel. Um, Mandalorian aside, which gets all these technical nominations to actually co-lead with the crown, you know, 24, yeah. but it's so, uh, you know, in the technical categories uh, primarily, um, uh, you know, they're, they're still like in a snub territory. No, or, see, or, I don't, see, I don't think that, I would have thought that, but here's the thing is WandaVision cleaned up. I know, WandaVision you know, cleaned up. The boys got, came through for a best drama, which was a surprise in my opinion. That was a surprise. And, and so, and, and you have Mandalorian. So the genre, the, the genre discrimination. Sure. Well, Walking, Walking Dead is still left out of the game, which is yeah, I said, I've said repeatedly, I think I said it in that editorial meeting, and I said it to somebody yesterday who was asking me from Deadline, uh, do you think WandaVision has a chance? I said, my best guess with that competition in limited series is that it probably won't get in, but if it does, credit it to this loving tribute to old television. You might it, be was, right there. it was as much that as it was a Marvel movie. It is Marvel separate series. from the pack yeah. in that. You might, you might, you might, you might be right. You might be right. Well, I might friend, be right. I might be right. You might be crazy. <laughs> you might be crazy. Yeah, to quote the great Paul, <laughs> you might just be the kind of lunatic we're looking for. All Thank right. you so much for listening to this special episode of the Deadline Podcast TV Talk. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss an episode, especially these special ones like what we do for nominations. We've missed you guys, and we're glad to be back, at least for today. And, of course, you can find all of our breaking news coverage of TV, film, business, and everything affecting our industry at Deadline.com. Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, Mr. Hammond, pleasure to hang out with you this morning. Absolutely. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.